Good morning, friends. Welcome to another episode of Some People's Kids, Youth Pastors getting outside of their comfort zones with other youth pastors. I know that might sound really weird, but I will explain what that means here in a little bit. It has to do with what we're talking about today. Uh, No Ian today. Ian uh, went on a camping trip, and really, we would have done two episodes, but it was my fault. The time that we were supposed to record uh, together, um, I came in late. And, And to be honest with you, by the time this episode comes out, depending on the schedule, it might be months after Ian was supposed to go on a camping trip. I'm not 100% sure, but uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening with us. Thanks for going along this journey with us. Uh, we've really enjoyed it, and uh, we've been having a lot of fun. So no, But no Ian this time. Uh, as, as today, we're going to discuss a topic that um, is close to my heart, probably because I'm not, I'm not super great at it. Uh, that's probably the problem. Is uh, t- today I want to talk about um, ministering to kids that are different than you, and and I'm not talking necessarily drastically different, like oh they're not even Christians, or oh um, you know the wide range in that which that conversation could go. I'm simply want to talk about kids that aren't necessarily into the same things you're into uh, for you as the youth pastor and um, or youth worker, and so. It's close to my heart and Ian's heart that as we're having these conversations, we're thinking of the youth pastor and the youth worker that is with a group of seven kids or has a youth group of 200 kids. We try to address things that we think you're going to go through um, on a year-to-year basis. And so um, today I thought I'd take the opportunity uh, to discuss ministering to kids that are different than you. Um, and I wanted to start out with a verse that kind of came to mind. It's a famous verse. It's a popular verse, probably a cliche verse when it comes to this conversation. But I think uh, it, it, it speaks volumes uh, when it says, when Paul says in 1 Corinthians 9, 22, he says, To the weak I became weak that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people that by all means I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel that I may share with them in its blessings. Uh, I think it's such a an important reminder as we jump into this conversation that um, ministry's most ultimate reward is, is, is that, isn't it? Knowing that um, there will be hopefully many, but some that come to know the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because of your faithfulness to, to teach God's Word, your faithfulness to um, disciple students and your faithfulness to, uh, to 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 be faithful to His Word. I, just to repeat myself again, there, um, it really is a a unique thing that we get to minister to students, get to minister to teenagers, and really hopefully live that First Corinthians nine passage out. And so today, I, I want to talk about um, you know striving to minister to kids that that are different than you, kids that. Um, you know, maybe they come from a different background. Uh, maybe they come from, um, they enjoy different things than you. I am, just, just to describe myself, I think we talked about this before. I am a sports guy. I love sports. I could talk sports. Uh, it's funny because the podcast that I originally wanted to do was a sports podcast. But thankfully, the Lord caused Ian and I to to cross paths and do uh, this podcast, and we crossed paths way before we started doing the podcast, but, um, you know, I, so I love sports, 
I love talking sports. I love playing sports. At our youth ministry, we have a, a, a big field where I go out with the guys and girls, and we throw the football. We have a basketball hoop. We shoot baskets. That That's probably where you'll find me on a Sunday night or when it was on Wednesdays, on a Wednesday night. You will most likely find me there. Uh, if you come to my house, you'll find uh, on a Saturday afternoon in the fall, we're watching Ohio State football. Uh, during the winter, uh, we're watching Gonzaga basketball. Uh, my son's in basketball. We, 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 we love sports. And so naturally, I tend to connect with sports kids, uh, which is good, which is great, but as I've seen over these seven years, nearly seven years of my uh, ministry, that man, I've really had to grow in um, in challenging myself to really embrace other other things, other other hobbies, and things like that. So, so that's kind of where I'm going is is you know ministering to kids that enjoy things. Um, that you may not naturally enjoy, that you may not naturally connect with, and 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 some of you might think, oh, well, that's not a very deep topic today. But but ironically, it really is. Like it, it really is, because these are connecting points, right? We we want to be able to connect with these kids, and, and and that First Corinthians passage may not simply just be about connecting, but he was doing something, and I think in regards to uh, our our uh, conversation today, I really want to challenge the youth pastor, the youth worker to think, what are some areas in my life that I might need to um, kind of pull back a little bit and really start to um, enjoy and do other things to be be able to connect with a wider audience of, of students and people. And so give you an example. What a lot of people don't know about me um, is that I also really enjoy um, fantasy fiction. I, I really enjoy fantasy novels. Um, what I'm reading right now is the Echo Saga um, by Philip C. Quintrell, I think is how you say his name. Excellent, awesome uh, books and, and, and story, and, and I've really enjoyed it. But I read Lord of the Rings, Chronicles Narnia, Harry Potter... Um, read the Hunger Games, not all three of them, just read the first two, um, but I've really enjoyed doing that. So I've actually gotten to connect with more students because of that. I got into Settlers of Catan because of I have students that really value that. Now, again, I still naturally connect with um, kids that are more drawn to sports, but I've I've noticed now that because I've gotten into some of these other things, I've been able to, to, to connect with more students and even disciple more students, right? Which is the end goal. And I think, you know, that's the tension, excuse me, that's the tension, the tension, oh, geez, let me say that again, the tension um, that a lot of, I think, youth pastors feel. And so Ian and I are, are, are really different dudes. I mean, we we look like we could be brothers, but we're really different. Ian loves video games, loves board games, loves strategy games, and, and loves the storyline. I was talking with somebody the other day and how I just said, man, you know, storyline, uh, video games with storylines, I just find boring. And I'm not even a video game. I don't, I don't really get into video games. If I do, it's more often than not Madden or NBA 2K. And, and so 
but Ian loves those things. And so what what Ian has done is he's really, you know, that th- that's an important part of his ministry. You know, he plays online Catan with his kids or his the bronze beard, his uh, you know, streaming platform. He that, that that's really brought kids in and he's really built relationships with kids over that. Now Ian isn't limited to that. I've played pickup basketball with Ian. I've played flag football with Ian. He he's a very athletic guy. But you meet Ian, your first probably thing is to say, oh, he loves um, board games and video games and things like that. And so he's connected with kids on that. But he's had to to challenge himself. But I think the tension that a lot of youth pastors feel is I have to be the one that connects with all these kids. And the reality is that isn't true. Um, it, that's not a hundred percent true. I think to Paul's point is we've got to be willing and able to connect with these other kids. So with, with kids of, of different backgrounds and lifestyles. So, um, you know, you, you, you got a kid that, um, you know, you're more of the sports type youth pastor and you got a kid that really enjoys, um, you know, sci-fi novels. But he really, you really click with him. But it's not over sports, not even over the sci-fi novels. But you want to enjoy more of him. Well, reading a book he's reading actually might be really beneficial, um, or she's reading, um, you know, might be really beneficial. Don't be afraid to ask them. Hey, what, what? If I'm going to get into this, where should I start? Uh, one of the kids at our uh, youth group is is uh, reading one of the the novels, blanking on me right now. Um, but he's reading and I haven't read it. So I'm, I'm been tempted to pick it up. I've been reading some other stuff, but I think I'm going to pick it up and, and, and try to, uh, dialogue with him about it. And so I, I think there's a tension there that youth pastors really feel of, man, I got to try to be all this to all these kids. I got to try to connect, but I would just say, take that pressure off yourself. Um, but also don't be afraid to challenge yourself. Right. Um, and you don't have to lose who you are in the midst of that. But don't be afraid to challenge yourself and say, okay, how do I take an opportunity to minister to these kids that are that have different interests than I do? Maybe, maybe that's the best way to say it, different interests than I do. Um, because to think that you're going to connect with each and every kid specifically because you guys love Jesus. You might connect with a kid that doesn't love Jesus, that isn't a Christian. How do you how do you connect with them? Where, where, where are some common things you can find? Um, and maybe it's on you to grow in some of those areas. I, I'll, I'll give you an example. You know, I'm in my um, the near the end of my sixth year of youth ministry, and our ministry has really changed. It's really shifted um, to uh, a to 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 a, a group of kids now that. We have some athletes, but not a whole lot of them anymore. And we used to have a lot of kids that love snowboarding and skiing. I'm horrible at that. Uh, my rule of thumb is any sport that I have to learn to stop or I have to fall to stop myself, I don't play it. So I don't skateboard. I don't ski. I don't snowboard. I don't really do any of that. I just like sports where I I get to stop myself um, with my own feet, not attached to anything. And so, um, and if I fall, I don't fall too far. Uh, or too fast because I'm not I'm not a fast person, but I think that uh, I lost my train of thought there. There you have it. Um, 
Oh, so our youth our youth ministry has has shifted from a dynamic of um, a decent amount of kids that loved loved basketball, loved football. I had kids that wanted to be professional football players. I had kids that uh, want to be professional basketball players. But now I have a lot of kids that really enjoy art, really enjoy music, really enjoy, um, you know, uh, reading and writing and things like that. Where I'm, I'm learning. Man, some of those interests I, I'm not very interested in, but I have to grow in that, and I have to be able to say, hey, I'm going to be able to engage with that. Because, because here's the point, right? It's not just simply a one-on-one thing where it's like, oh, I can have this conversation about this book with you. It also impacts your. Uh, talk illustrations it, it it impacts your um ability to give examples in a talk um to 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 connect maybe a counseling session i think one of the best things you can do sometimes in a counseling session is just simply ask hey what what music are you listening listening to what um we talked about this in the in the talk on suicide um what books are you reading what shows are you watching because uh, i think that tells you a lot of what they're interested in and how they're relating to it. Um, and I think that's really important. So it's a relatability thing. It's 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 a connecting thing. But it's at the end of the day, uh, the goal is the gospel. The goal is the gospel. Th- those are not ends in of themselves or means to it, right? The ability to connect. I mean, when Paul was talking about he became this, became this, became this, all for the sake of the gospel, th- those were means to an end. They weren't ends in of themselves. Because, again, the relationship is important and it's 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 super important but it's not necessarily an end in of itself the end is proclaiming the gospel in their lives now you don't just because a kid might reject the gospel that's sad and heartbreaking in of itself but that doesn't mean the relationship has to go away not at all but there's got to be things that are going to keep that going and so you know you're going to want to challenge yourself to grow um, in those things so if you're more of a sports person like me great place to start to to, to really pick up maybe you're like I got a lot of kids that love to read pick up Harry Potter man it it's it's well written it's an enjoyable story um I know some people have some interesting things because it's wizards and stuff yeah. I don't know but pick up pick up uh you know Harry Potter pick up Lord of the Rings pick up Chronicles of Narnia read those enjoy those have fun with those and have group discussions about we i haven't done that uh i've was talking to a leader about maybe trying to do that um but have some group discussions you know art right maybe you know we have some kids in our group that are artistic um i'm not artistic at all but i want to showcase their art i have some art hanging up in my office from students who uh you know were drew, drew stuff get, get getting your Kids who uh, love photography, giving them opportunities to do the pictures for uh, the youth ministry, things, things like that. We've capitalized on that, and it's been a great opportunity for us. Um, so don't be afraid to stretch yourself. But I, I also want to stress um, the importance of having a team. Um, this is what's so important is is if you have even 25 kids in your youth group, you don't have enough time in the day in the week, in the month, in the year, to really try to minister to all of them and connect with all of them in a level that says, hey, I really value you. Uh, some words are going to give, especially, um, you know, depending on your life circumstance, even if you're, you know, you might say, well, I'm single, i got a lot of time. But then you start working, you got school, things like that. You just don't have enough time. Even if you only have 12 kids, you know, you're like, well, Jesus had 12. Yeah, but... <laughs> 
I understand that's like the youth pastor's motto, right? But like even then, you know, it'd be hard for us to to maintain 12 really healthy relationships um, all the time at, at, at a depth like that. So I think having a team, I, I'm super thankful for my team. We have uh, just a very eclectic group of leaders. Um, you know, my, my junior high director, Trevor Treese, is, is very artistic, um, you know, loves video games, loves the storyline of video games. And he is, uh, it's, it's really paid dividends into our youth ministry, having a guy who's really in some, in some ways opposite of me, right? He played soccer and stuff, but he is not super drawn to the sports side of it. So he really connects with a lot of the kids we have in our youth group. Now I've got, um, female leaders who love art. I've had leaders, female leaders in the past who love art and, and have let kids explore, um, painting some parts of our building and, and things like that. And so, uh, really cool, uh, things like that, like that as well. So someone might fact check me on that. I think they had a group put together and that never, I don't know if that necessarily happened, but, um, on the group painting some of the building, but so, I mean, we, we, we've, we've got musicians. I've got a, a uh, guy who leads Noah Kimber, who leads our worship team right now, he's getting the kids involved. When the first time in in the six years I've been in youth ministry, where I've actually seen our leaders get the kids involved in a really consistent, healthy way, we've they've tried in the past, but this Noah's done a great job of developing teams, building them up, and getting them involved. And so, um, I think a team is super important because here's why: it's, it takes a lot of humility to say I can't connect with all these kids. But then it also says, this is also about the gospel. Here's these disciples, these youth leaders, these whoever's involved, who have gifts, who have interests that common interests with these kids that connect, and they invite them in on that. And then your hope, as you as the youth pastor, youth leader, get to stir them in. Now you now you're making a disciple. You are proclaiming the gospel in their life, and you're making a disciple. So. All this leads to the end result of making disciples, of, of proclaiming the gospel in their lives and making disciples. So you're not, it will benefit you, right? I love um, fantasy novels. I, I uh, like Lord of the Rings is one of my favorites of all time. I, I'm, I'm going to probably start reading them again here soon with my kids. Chronicles of Narnia is amazing. Harry Potter is so much fun. The Echo Saga I'm really enjoying right now. A lot of fun. And I'm so thankful that I got challenged to start really reading some of this to be able to invest in some of these students and so um i've really enjoyed it settlers of Catan is one of my favorite games uh to play and i got into that because i had leaders who were into it and the students who were into it and we played it and it's a lot of fun so you're going to grow in that but again it's all to connect with them so they can hear and know the gospel and so you and your leaders can make disciples so uh yeah man you know Ministering to other to students that are are, are different um, is good. It's stretching, you know, different from you. Uh, it's good and it's stretching, and uh, I hope that some of this is helpful in in, in how you um, in how you minister to students minister to students in, in your youth ministry. So, thanks for joining us. Thanks for hanging out with us. I probably went over time. Ian's going to get on me about that, but uh, hope you can follow us on our Instagram page. Leave us a review. I don't even know if we've gotten any new reviews. Let me check this out real quick. Probably not. Um, Oliver was the last one. Let's see if anyone's left us one. I'm going to pull it up. But, you know, guys, leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram. Um, 
you know, follow us on uh, Spotify. We're also on Anchor. Uh, and so, you know, check us out there. Here we go. Let's see. We got any new reviews? No, just still from Oliver Closer from March. So we love to hear a new review. Uh, we, we, we like to shout those out and just thank you guys uh, for uh for, for supporting us. So, uh, we have an email. It's, I think it's in the link and in the bio, feel free to send us any questions or any topics you'd love to talk about. Uh, hopefully, uh, next time I'm on here, be with Ian. I love doing it with him. Um, by myself, I have to get used to that if I do it more. So love y'all talk to y'all later. And, uh, this is some people's kids.